Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. You're listening to Backroom Beauty Talks, a real, raw, and unedited podcast for hairstylists. Here, we dive deep into topics that go far beyond the chair. I'm your host, Misty Jane, and I'm a money coach for stylists who want more out of their lives. I help you enhance your mindset around money, get out of debt, and create a life of peace. I'm on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Want to join me? You're in the right place. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Backroom Beauty Talks. So this past weekend, I hosted my very first money mindset challenge. Now, what is this? It's a three-day challenge that is going to open up your mind to what your current money story is, how you can make a change, what your spending triggers are, how you can combat them and overcome them, and how to break down all those big, amazing dreams that feel so untouchable and break them down into little bite-sized pieces. So one day you're going to wake up and guess what? Those dreams are going to be your reality. So I decided to do this challenge um, via a live Facebook group, and I thought about it this week, and I'm like, you know what? I would like to get this to even more people because it's very, very important topic because everyone thinks that getting your financial shit together is just learning how to manage your money, do spreadsheets, um, not spend any money, all of the things, right? But I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. Now, is there action required in um, getting your financial shit together? Of course there is. There's always going to be habit changes involved um, in anything in your life that you want to pursue. But what is not talked about enough is our mindset around money, So in this training, I'm going to talk about what thoughts might be keeping you stuck, how to overcome them, and what mindset shifts can help you hit those future goals. I've even thrown it a step further, and you could pause this episode right now, click the link in the show notes, and grab the worksheets. Now these are journal prompt worksheets that I have given out to everyone for this Money Mindset Challenge. All three days are there, and and if you had these worksheets, look them over and then listen to the podcast. Ooh, that that right there is uh, that's going to be your sweet spot. So, what I learned with when it came to changing my money story is that trusting myself with money is the thing that helped me get out of debt. I had forty eight thousand dollars in debt. I thought I could never live in this neighborhood that I now live in, as well as 
I opened up the opportunity to step away from behind the chair full time and create a coaching business. And that's why I'm here right now talking to you. And it was all because I not only took action, but I changed my mind around money. And honestly, the mindset shifts are the hard part, right? A lot of times we want to avoid things. We want to not focus on things that feel feel not great. And we can feel a lot of shame and judgment around our past money decisions or a lot of shame and judgment around not knowing how to manage your money. And I think that that's a big one too is I did not learn the simple foundational facts around controlling my finances. It was something that when I turned 30, I had to learn on my own. And as I learned, I learned that there was a lot of emotion behind all of the things that I was consuming as far as how to get my financial shit together. Um, And that is what this mindset challenge is all about. It's kind of pinpointing the emotional part so that once you start getting into the action part, this part's done. You know, you it's not done. It's always, growth is always a journey. But being aware of things makes things that much easier. And a lot of time feeling the feels makes the more, the more those feelings come up for you feel less harder to deal with. So basically the idea of this challenge is to help you self-coach yourself when all of the crazy shit comes up. So let's go ahead and get started. So I'm going to break this down into, instead of lesson one, two, and three, I'm going to break it down into day one, two, and three, because that is what's on your worksheet one and how the challenge went down live. So like I said, you can pause this, click the link below, grab your worksheet, sit down. Um, Even if you sat down with your significant other and had them do the worksheets as well and had them listen to this, that is even more amazing um, because communicating around money doesn't just stop with you. So let's talk a little bit about day one, exploring your money story. So what is the purpose of this? It is to pinpoint where your thoughts around money even come from. And this is going to bring awareness around why money makes you feel the way that it does. There are so many times that we mimic the things that we saw growing up or we do the opposite of what it is that we saw growing up. If you are listening to this and you're already feeling like I'm speaking to you, you more than likely were shown or taught how to handle money by people who also struggled to know how to handle it themselves. Or it just wasn't spoken about at all. And you just kind of had to let your outside influences teach you how to handle money. And outside influences can be um, sometimes detrimental to how, you, you know, if you're constantly getting sold to products like credit cards, things like that, you think that that is the way to go. And then you find yourself in a hole. The thing is, is that money habits can be unintentionally inherited by those around you, by commercials, by information, um, you know, by your guardians. Like if you always saw your guardian being stressed every time they looked at their bank accounts or even discussed money, then I bet even the thought of money stresses you out as well. 
So today I want you to sit down and I really, really want you to think about these past stories when you're filling out today's worksheet. How have they affected you? How have they affected how you view money? How have they affected how you handle your money? Really dig deep on this and I want you to keep in mind, this can bring up some feels. That is okay. Feeling your feelings is part of the human experience and taking a look at what is going on can bring about shame and judgment. I want you to try and let that go. I want to encourage you to go into these exercises, not just this one, but the next two as well, without judgment. Without judgment around the people in your past and without judgment around yourself. I want you to use this information that is going to come up from you, for you just as a fact. This is the fact. Where do we go from here? It's okay to feel the feels. I'm not telling you not to feel the feels. The feels are going to come, okay? Life brings feels. <laughs> but I want you to journal about those feelings as well. I want you to pinpoint why you think you're feeling these this way. Um, I want you to take notice of how what you're writing down or thinking about feels for you. It's not fair to yourself for holding shame around the knowledge that you didn't have yet. You're listening to this because you're ready to expand your mind when it comes to money. So just by listening to this full episode, you are taking the steps to finding confidence in yourself around money. And that right there is something you should be proud of. So get comfy. Grab your favorite beverage. If you're driving, obviously do this later. Not right now, please. <laughs> and really dig deep in answering the questions on day one. By the end of this, I hope that you will have a better awareness around how you are going to move forward as well as having the opportunity to figure out how to take value-based actions and get out of your financial funk. So let's move forward to day two. Day two is all about spending triggers. Here's the deal. The idea is to not not spend money. It is to not waste it. I think anytime somebody hears I have to get my financial shit together, they think they have to stop everything. They think that they can't shop. They can't buy what they want. All they have to do is put their money towards what it, you know, whatever it is that you, you want to get out of debt. You have to put all your money towards getting out of debt. You want to save. You got to put all your money towards getting out, out get, putting it into savings. But what you're not thinking about and a lot of people don't realize is half of the money that you're spending right now, you are wasting. You don't even realize you're spending it. And spending unintentionally puts you on a fast track to where the hell did my money go at the end of the month. So finding awareness around your spending triggers is vital to getting your financial shit together. Spending triggers are things and emotions that cause you to spend money unintentionally. Boredom, sadness, anger, sometimes positive things like friends, events, and holidays. When spending, we are searching for a feeling. Clicking add to cart can give you that feeling for a second, but it doesn't always line up with your long-term goals and it could potentially add more stress to your life. Perfect example, if you're trying to get out of debt so that you can have more money available to go on vacations or take time off, but then you get bored and you find yourself browsing Target 
you know, $300 later. Sure, when you buy the things, it feels good for a second, but when that bill shows up, you may feel even further behind and then sometimes even shameful. Today's goal is to pinpoint your triggers. Brainstorm and to brainstorm other ways to fill that void that will bring you a longer lasting good feeling than spending money will give you. So for example, you're sitting at home, you're bored. Instead of shopping and wasting money on things that you don't actually need or you'll probably even forgot that you purchased, how many times have you sat there and ordered something online and two days later when it shows up at your door, you're like, what the hell is that, right? That is what we're trying to avoid. So how can you do that? You could call a friend or a family member that you haven't talked to in a while. Go for a walk with your favorite music or a podcast. Um, Obviously, I can recommend a good one. (laughs) Hint, hint. But stuff like this is going to make you feel better for longer. It's going to give you that that feel-good feeling of, of, I'm a good person. I, I called my friend or you know, somebody that you missed. Maybe, you know, sometimes a 30-minute conversation can just not only turn your whole day around, but your whole month and make their day. So little things like that, reading a book, um, anything that is going to make you feel better longer. Now, again, we're going to remember, this is not the time to shame yourself for your triggers. I want you to use them as facts Notice where you can make small changes and begin to take action on those daily. The thing is, is the small changes will get you far. It is so common to get overwhelmed by the big picture, so we tend to ignore the small stuff. $27.40 a day may not seem like much, but $27.40 a day equals $10,000 a year. Throughout this challenge and moving forward, I want you to start thinking of your everyday decisions as your most important ones. Another trick to combat your spending triggers is my favorite, and I've talked about this one before, but the maybe tomorrow money challenge, okay? I'm on a challenge roll, I guess, huh? But maybe tomorrow money challenge, so what is that? So you're going to wanna buy something, and then you go, you know what? I'm gonna wait and buy this tomorrow. It's going to do a couple things for you. One, you might even forget that you wanted it. So it's going to stop you from spending on something that you actually didn't need. Two, it's going to teach you patience. How many days can you do the maybe tomorrow? Can you go a week? Can you go a month? If a month later you still want that thing, buy the damn thing. You you want it. You really want it. But if you go a day... And then you buy it and then you get it and you're like, I, I didn't really, I was just being impatient. This isn't something I wanted. I really needed that money for something else. So doing the Maybe Tomorrow Money Challenge is going to teach you patience. It's really going to make you aware and it is going to help you from spending unintentionally. Now let's move on to day three, future goals and how to hit them. Now that you know how you currently feel when it comes to money, I want you to figure out how you want to feel in the future. I want you to think big, and then I want you to break it down. For example, you want to feel financially secure, okay? What will help you achieve that? Maybe it's paying off your debt or having an emergency fund. 
So how can you break down those big goals into small bite-sized goals? If paying off your debt would make you feel financially secure, how can you start to do that now? Maybe step one is just not using your credit cards, putting them in a block of ice, cutting it up, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Step two, pay off the smallest one and move on from there. When you give yourself bite-sized goals and don't focus so much on the big one, then it feels so much easier to take those steps forward. And one day, that big goal that you have is going to be checked off the list, all because you made daily decisions to work towards it in a small, tiny way. Like I said, do not, do not discount the small steps. I also want you to begin to ask yourself, who do you want to be in the future? If you want to be someone who trusts themselves with money, then the next question every time you go to make a purchase or a financial decision is what would someone who trusts themselves with money do? When you start asking yourself this question, again, it's going to bring this awareness around what it is that you are working for, what it is that you are choosing to do with your money, and it puts you in control of your money. What if you started thinking about every dollar that you have as a vote for your future? Every dollar that you spend is a vote for what you want your future to not only look like, but to feel like. That could be the perspective change that you need. So what have we went over so far? In this challenge, we talked about your money story. Why? Why do you think the way that you do about money? How did you grow up? And what triggered you, what triggers you to make the decisions that you make now around controlling your money? Two, spending triggers. What are they? How can you combat them so that you are spending intentionally? And three, figuring out your future goals and how to hit them. Thinking about every dollar that you spend as a vote for your future. Once again, remember, getting your financial shit together doesn't have to be hard. The actions taken can be simple and can be easy, but they need to be taken daily. They can be small steps. The small steps are going to get you far. And when you learn and show learn to control money and show money that you know how to manage it, I promise you, not only will your income rise, but the opportunities that you are going to open up in your life are literally limitless. So I hope that this helps. Please screenshot this episode, um, send me a DM, post it on the gram, all of the things. Don't forget to tag me at underscore Misty Jane underscore. And once again, thank you so much for listening. Um, And thank you for having this money conversation with me because it's an important one. And um, we are going to normalize the wealthy stylist and it's going to start with you. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Backroom Beauty Talks. If you like what you hear, screenshot this episode, post it on the gram, tag me at Misty Jane or tag the podcast at Backroom Beauty Talks, and I will talk with you on the next one.